And we're off. Hi, friends. <laughs> hey, y'all. We back. We're back in here like we never left. Another episode of Loki Striving. This is uh, one of your hosts. My name is, uh, so I was going to be a, a new Marvin every episode. I am Marvin the Tap Dancing Horse. Oh, my God. Yep, I did it. I'm okay. <laughs> yep. That happened. <laughs> Um, well, I will be Andrea Weaver today. My pronouns are she or hers. <laughs> That's all I got for y'all. My pronouns are he and they and horse, <laughs> apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. I'm Marlon, the tap dancing horse. <laughs> you know, I remember wild? that show. I've never seen that show. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Somebody in high school used to always say, Marvin, the tap dancing chorus. Now I just kind of like, you know, do a little laugh and like, okay, go go about your business. Oh, so, my. yeah, never seen like, it. Insert here the Marvin tap dancing horse fucking theme song. <laughs> like, you have it, got to hear it. Is it good? Like, I don't know. It's like, good. It's okay. good. It's not weird. It's not like racially, like, low key. You know how cartoons can be like kind of racist? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's a very, very kid show, problem solving, you know, okay. Dora the Explorer type shit. All right. My man, um, Mark. My man, Mark. My main <laughs> man, Mark. Uh, what's up, friend? How have you been? We haven't been back since the election, which... Well, that's not true. Wait, we did after the election. And then we, we took a break for Thanksgiving, and then now we're here. So what's up? What's going on with you? Oh, you know, I am just uh, here in my apartment because people don't know how to wear masks. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. So... I mean, you you may think in California that y'all are, you may see like a couple of people without a mask on. You're like, oh my God. Out here, right. <laughs> it's Start. like probably 50% of people that I, if, if I'm walking to the store, probably like 50% of people have a mask on the other 50 Excuse me? Yeah, it's just real casual with it. Just Or, or we'll have it on, but, but we'll have it. Is it casual? I think it's blatant. Yeah. But they'll have it on, but yeah. they'll, they'll have it below their mouth. And like, if there's no one else within like 30 feet, okay, I will accept that. However, when I am walking toward you and we're about to cross paths, pull that shit up. Anyway, so that's why I keep my black ass in the house. <laughs> I mean, listen, um, yeah, I mean, California is getting ready to shut back down. Well, we're pretty much shut back down. We already have a curfew. So between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m., no one should be outside um, unless it's for essential work. And then um, what else was I going to say? Oh, um, and then, yeah, we're just like they're reclosing. So they close the gyms again, all that good stuff. I mean, I think Gavin Newsom, who is our uh, governor, wanted to try to mitigate the risk from the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I hope is happening, but I watched this map view of people flying the day before Thanksgiving, the day of, and the day after. And it was as if it was a normal holiday season. So mm -hmm. I'm just, okay. Like, yeah. I, like <laughs> exactly. I, I, I guess we'll be home. Like, I mean, we're having planning conversations with organizations and it was July. And now we're thinking like 2022 before folks, non-essential work can we can go back to work mm. so you know i mean it is what it is i'm fully i mean at this point we've been doing it for so long i don't worry about when we're not in 
in um, uh, stay in place. I'm more of like, let's just continue to be cautious. Let's continue to be clean. Let's continue yeah. to be considerate. And, you know, I would hate for us to get, like, I, I would just hate for me to be the reason some like a group of folks died or were deathly ill. Right. So I'm trying to stay in my bubble. So, you know, I have my family and that's pretty much it. Most of my friends, I have one friend that I see, but she, just mostly cause she lives closest to me and doesn't have a whole bunch of folks near her. So, um, but outside of that, my bubble is my bubble and I try to stay there. And then people in that bubble, there are some essential workers. So it's like, mm. and then trading kids. And so our, my bubble's pretty, pretty locked, locked tight. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, supposed to be coming out there next week, actually. And I talked to my dad and I was just like, I, cause I thought about it earlier that day. And I was just like, wait, like, you know, you know, when I go out there, all I do is see people. Right. So I'm just like, Oh shit. Like if I'm staying with my dad, my dad is, you know, over 70. So mm. I really was just like, damn, like I, like, shit, is it better, like, if I just don't even come or try to figure out places mm. to stay or get Airbnb? So now I'm, like, you know, really having anxiety around it. And my sister just yesterday told me that one of her good friends um, was was put on a ventilator and was pregnant. And they had to what? induce labor. Yeah. Yeah. because oh because of God. COVID. Because of COVID. And so I'm just like, okay, <laughs> well... Maybe this is just the one year I celebrate by myself in Philly because I just, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it's likely, right. Very likely that everything will be fine. Like it's likely, but just the thought that it may not, and that I may cause someone to be sent to the hospital or even like Mm -hmm. not be here anymore. That just, it it just doesn't sit sit right with me. You know? No, fuck man. I just don't know what we're supposed to do. You know, yeah. like not to be doom and gloom, but it's just like, what do we do? Yeah. Especially for those of us who live alone that don't live close to family. Like what, how do we make sure we're protecting folks and also taking care of ourselves and seeing our people? Yeah. Like, you know, Yeah. and maybe it just means, you know, you have, maybe you come out here, you stay with your dad and folks, you know, you meet folks outside and stay six feet apart and- yeah. You know, go out. I mean, it's cold, but you know, go to the park or walk the lake just so you say, yeah. just to say you saw folks or right, right. go to coffee shops. You know, like, I mean, we all have to go to the store and the shit. marina so it's or not, something. Yeah. yeah, like just things that probably outside of the home and just being just extra diligent, making sure we're not touching each other and shit like that. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, you know, well, if you decide to still come, I'll be excited to see you. So. Yeah. Please do. I feel like um, I haven't seen you in ages, which I haven't. It's probably been two years now. It's been a long time. Yeah. Has it been longer than that? I think it was only two years. It was from my birthday. Remember, we had we were at uh, uh, Jesse and Rima's spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember which one. Do I have short hair? You did have short hair, I think. Oh, yeah. It's been a while then. It's been at least four years. Yeah, I think it's. I think three, you have short hair. Four. Also, though, I was very drunk that night, so. Woo, same, friend. <laughs> what? That's how we all ended up back at her house, all trying to sober up and shit. I remember. We was toe up. That was a different house. <laughs> <laughs> 
Case oh, and point, friend. Yep. Case yep. and point. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, <laughs> how was Thanksgiving for you? It was super chill. Again, just stayed in a bubble. So my significant other's mom cooked. So it was just uh, six, of, six of us. So okay. me, him, Rodney, his sister, his girlfriend. And that's it. Oh, and his brother. Okay. That's it. So, and that's our normal bubble. So I usually, and she works from home. Um, my significant other works um, with, he's a caseworker for folks with displaced housing and mental mm-hmm. illness and all this other type of stuff. So he's still essential. They test constantly, obviously. And, yeah, you know, all the things. But other than that, like, that's usually my bubble. If I'm not home, I'm usually over there or he's at my house. So. That's our normal bubble, but we kept it real simple. I haven't even seen my parents since the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. And they're, you know, right up the freeway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just super chill. I didn't do anything crazy. I was not in the mood to cook. Um, <laughs> I give my family one holiday a year because there's like 30 of us um, just in the immediate family. And it's just a lot. Um, people get, you know, people get weird in the holidays, like whatever. Um, but yeah, so Thanksgiving was a breeze. We didn't really do much. Went fishing the next day and just to say we did and that's it. Put up the tree. We don't really celebrate Thanksgiving like that. It's usually trees and eggnog and trees trees includes marijuana, eggnog includes hey. uh bourbon yes. inside of it. So trees and eggnog All right, is now. what we call this holiday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Putting up a tree, smoking some tree, drinking some eggnog, add a little bourbon. We in there like somewhere. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. How about you? What'd you do? So this was the first. So you know, I usually go to uh, Teray's place for uh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, yeah. But that situation is uh, different now. So okay. Also, COVID's happening. So even if that situation wasn't different, uh, okay. In Texas, so like yeah. I'm taking my, where they're just like you know a mask is a suggestion. Um, okay. So, anyway, Texas, huh? so I was just like, "Well, I, you know, I have community here in Philly, but then I was just like, mm-hmm. COVID, <laughs> right. right?" So then I was like, "Well, okay. So what if people can just like deliver plates to me?" And so, oh I was, yeah, yeah. So I got <laughs> four people that that delivered food to me. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, Dwayne and Marquia and Tina. And Melissa and Tiffany and I'm sure who's the fourth? I don't know. You oh, Tina, other Tina. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm probably not listening, but you, but if you do, you hear your name. Um, yeah, they, they, from four different homes. I know there's a lot of names, but those are four different homes. Um, but yeah, I got four plates, and all of them were bomb. They were like different, mm-hmm. but they were like delicious. <laughs> Um, which, you know, it was all about my friend Tiff made some, some banana pudding with, with the, with the chessman and butter cookies inside. Excuse me. And I said, excuse me. I I said, oh, (laughs) I said, oh, this is what we're doing. So, um, yeah, so I just smoked a lot, lots and lots of weed and ate lots and lots of food for, and that was Thursday and Friday because I got two plates on, on Thanksgiving and then two plates the day after, which was Perfect. Um, living the fucking dream. I was okay. like, why do I do anything except this? <laughs> yeah, I'm confusing. Any other life choices at this point? 
Um, definitely missed, uh, you know, my friend's food. Nothing compares to that, except for home. Home also compares because, woof, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely good. Definitely good. Uh, I was able to rest, which was very, which was nice. Yeah. I haven't had yeah, two, I can't say two that, days but... in a row. I haven't had two off days in a row in months because I work Saturday. So it was just, oh. really, it was nice. It was nice to just like, oh, this is what doing nothing feels like. Is and I get two of these days? Okay. Present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, chill, not crazy. I really wish I could have done a Friendsgiving this year. I really want to yeah. do that or, or, um, or just a holiday, like come celebrate, come through. You know, an all day, like have brunch and then have dinner and just let people just come and go as they want. I hate the pressure of showing up to family. That's one thing I don't miss is that the pressure to show up on time and you get there, quote unquote, on time. Food's not ready for hours. Like, I hate yeah, that shit. Yeah. So I don't miss that. But I was ready to, like, go all out this year. But it's OK. It's it's working out. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's our Thanksgiving recap. All right. Um. So let's talk restaurant working. (laughs) (laughs) So so in case you don't know, um, there was there's a restaurant in Dallas that, first of all, serves douce, ice douce, and plays good music at a restaurant and this man, Marvin, you can probably go more into detail. I try not to watch videos like this because I'm extremely livid um, when I watch them, but I saw all the commentary. So all I saw was the video and then someone was saying that um, they, so did they kick the women out of the restaurant? Maybe set it up, Marvin, sorry. So here's how I found this. So I, you know, I do random IG lives, and um, okay. somebody put in my com- in, in the comment like, "Have you seen the twerking video in Dallas?" And I said, <laughs> I said "What?" <laughs> I said, <laughs> said "Send that thing over there." No, um, <laughs> <laughs> what you waiting on? Send that thing right on over. I, I almost hopped off that thing and googled it. <laughs> um, so she sent it to me. She's like, "You know, I'd like to hear your thoughts." I was like, "What?" So apparently. Um, so th- there wasn't the video of anybody actually twerking, but I think this was the aftermath. So mm-hmm. uh, it was a black man. Uh, looks like he was maybe in his like later forties or fifties. Um, I guess he was the owner of the restaurant and came and basically just lecturing everybody like, um, "This is not the kind of establishment that you know. You know I, I want to see folks twerking with. This is a class classy." Black establishment for, for 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 black people for the community. If you want to ter- twerk, take your ass over to. And he named a couple other restaurants. No, here. he should have just said leave. Yeah, take we don't do that here. Yeah, this is a family restaurant. Have a seat. And he's like, uh, you know, but not here. And if you want to do that, get. I think he may have said either get the hell or get the fuck out of my restaurant. <gasps> uh, but not here. And I and, mm-hmm. he, and you can hear people in the background like, oh, oh, like gasping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. pearls were clutched. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, and so, and then he just, he said, get the book in my restaurant. Thank you. And then walked away. Ooh. And so, and then the video cut off. So I don't know if people were just like, all right, fuck you. Like, yeah. And left or just respected his wishes. But, um, that was the first time that I had seen it. I haven't read any commentary about it. And I had an initial opinion about it at first, 
But then being the social worker that I am, I was just like, well, what is every, like, what are the other aspects of things going on? But I'm a, what, um, yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts initially? No, I'm one of those. So, I, I mean, listen, I I, I have to, there's there's it's layered for yeah. me because yeah. I'm one of those people. If I feel like doing something, I don't give a fuck where I'm at. And that's it. <laughs> and I mean, you know what I'm saying? However, timing is everything. Yeah. And I don't own that restaurant. And if they ask me to not do something in their restaurant, then I probably shouldn't. Mm -hmm. The approach, though, was wildly aggressive. Mm -hmm. So maybe we just... So, you know, people are so quick with their phones nowadays. It could have been his first encounter with them. It could have been his third encounter with them. We really Mm -hmm. don't know. Yeah. Um, Then there's the getting people drunk. Like, you're serving drinks and playing Mm -hmm. a type of music that invites that. And I'm not saying... I'm not talking about it being right or wrong or that they shouldn't play the music because that's what we see a lot where folk places don't play hip hop music because it incites things, mm-hmm. but it really is the environment. And I, and I think it's okay to say, Hey, walk up to these folks and say, we would really appreciate if you guys sat down, had your meal um, or had your drinks and enjoy- we want you to enjoy yourselves, but we're not doing the twerking thing here. That's not this type of establishment. We don't have right. a dance floor. We want to kind of keep it as PC as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then asking them to leave if they had to, right? And people are always going to have an opinion about, you know, a Black man addressing Black women aggressively. And that's another layer. But if we just take off the nuances of, like, um, you know, masculinity and, and, like, the power that that holds and all that good stuff, if we just take that out of it, I'm not too mad at it. Um, I just, I have a problem with people using words to describe a place. And then shitting on other places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So saying this is a classy place, mm-hmm. go blah 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 blah. You're what? What did that have to do with anything about your restaurant? Yeah, true. Right, and then to shit on someone else's establishment, which I'm assuming are other black restaurateurs. What good was that? Mm-hmm. And then we use words like classy. Like, what, what does that really mean? And I don't. And I just. To be clear, I I don't know if he, he used the word classy, but it's, oh yeah, it was it, used. It was definitely it was definitely with with the tone and kind of context yeah. that that was the feel. Yeah, so I I was reading a lot of commentary about it. He definitely said classy. Oh, okay, and the conversation came up was like in the same vein of like saying professionalism. Like, what do you really mean when you say that? And are we talking about close to whiteness when we talk about classy? Are we talking about a vibe? Are we talking about, right? right? We can use different words. And yeah. I think um, I think that was a bigger problem too. Like just the way he addressed them, it was loud, it was inappropriate. But again, I don't really know if he approached them or not. I still don't think that that was appropriate. Mm-hmm. His, his aggression, mm-hmm. I can understand it though. You get tired of telling somebody something so many times. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then it's, then it changes things. So, because I'm not sure that I wouldn't have the same reaction if I told, like I've kicked family members out of parties. Mm-hmm. 
for being going too far, especially when we have kids around and stuff like that. And I don't really give a fuck if you're offended because right. I'm only going to tell you once or twice, especially when it involves kids. That's just me. Yeah. Um, it's literally like I've literally stood in the middle of the room. Hey, you got to get all your shit and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I've already told you once. Like, right. Like and because it's just it becomes too much. But I also have a relationship with these people. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't. That's not true. I would do that to anybody if they're out of control. Um, but but in this instance, I really don't know. I'm always worried when men approach women that way, though. That's just me. Yeah. That's just me. So that's my thoughts. But I twerks wherever I go. <laughs> now, the level of twerking, it might be in my seat. I've done that so many times. Me in a restaurant, a good song, come on. I'm going to lean over the table, get my butt up just a little bit, you know, twerk in my chair, like whatever, right? Because I'm a, that's just me. But if yeah. they're just up in the middle of in the walkway blocking traffic and being a distraction, okay. Yes, we all need to like just, let's have a seat, sis. Yeah. You know, and I've had to be told, like, hey, calm down, girls. Not that kind of party. Okay, my bad. You know, and moving on. And so, but like I said, we only see this one instance. And the words for me, the biggest problem was one, his aggression towards women. Two, um, which wasn't really that was probably, yeah was the way he was speaking the words he used and then kind of shitting on other places was kind of like, you think you're better than people or whatever. And I never like, that's not a way to, you know, get applause. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think about it. Yes. I think that the heart thinks kind of, you know, similar to what you were saying is that this was only a clip of a video, in which we don't know the context. So, like, mm-hmm. we don't know, like you were saying, if he had approached these folks or if it was a certain table or a certain group of people um, multiple times. So, like, he like he may have had waiters or who or, or whoever go over and say, like, hey, y'all, just like, just want to let y'all know that this really isn't the vibe here. Um, know y'all are having a great time, but, like, just keep that, keep it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if he just came out hot like that. Right. So like, yeah. I have a different a different um, reaction. I think that like, maybe the bigger issue for me is similarly, like what constitutes what is classy? Because when I hear class, words right. like classy and professional, I think of like, oh, these are words that are basically um, rooted in whiteness and rooted in white supremacy. Yep. And so like what about like if these folks were doing a two step, would that have been more appropriate? Or is it, mm-hmm. the, is it the act of a black woman using her body to do something that you perceive as sexual in your right. establishment? And, and so that's that, it. And, and, and so that's kind of my the, like the bigger issue. Okay, you're an older um, black man. Um, he 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 brings in you know the black community as if he's trying to bring something nice to the black community, which. Um, mm-hmm. But what does that mean? Also thoughts about that. Um, But there seem to be, I mean, there also seem to be kind of a clear generational gap too, right? So like our parents' generation, they're probably not going to be out there twerking in restaurants like, like, you know, like our generation will, right? So there's that piece of it. Um, I mean, and it is his... It's his. It's his place. You know, if 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 yeah. you no, know, he wants. He can set the tone for however he wants it to be. Right, but there's a way to. But there is also a, a way to communicate that because I'm sure there was not a sign anywhere or any policy that says no twerking. <laughs> <laughs> we are in America, so uh, we can right. do kind of whatever the fuck we want. Um, Clearly, or just the I just the general policing, and again, I don't know if it was black women or 
queer folks or whoever, exactly. but the general policing of, of black women's bodies in that in that space like that just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, and that was the other layer I was talking about. Like, you know, I try as a, you know, I consider myself pretty woke. <laughs> and I know that is an overused term, but I just really mean like I'm super aware and, you know, as a woman and knowing that piece, that policing women's bodies, like that's what kind of came up for me. I just, I don't know. I It's so hard because it's so layered. I want to just be like, fuck him and yeah. fuck that restaurant. Yeah. You know, like, because it's just too often that men do shit like that to women. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. however, this is an establishment. This is his place. There are visitors there. They're paying patrons. You want to do that, go somewhere else. That's fine. Yeah. With the conversation that kind of sparked out of it, was concerned more concerning to me and really um doubled down on that classiness, you know, you know, uh and the I just didn't like the aggression and, and what yeah. that really says. So I get it. Verdict is still out for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um actually again I just I need more information. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable making a clear statement about it, but I can just, I think those points we hit were just spot on. Like, I don't really think we can. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and also people are dying. So. Yeah. Not the most (laughs) important thing (laughs) going on in the world. Right. Something to distract us, I guess. I don't know. Shit. Yeah. I don't know that it's a distraction more than it is like, don't forget everyone's still, you know, still living and doing things. And so we still need to be paying attention to all of the things. And maybe this is a way to just remind us that shit's still shitting. So (laughs) shit's still shitting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, listen, whatever. Yeah, if you don't want to eat there, don't go there. If you don't want to eat there, shit. Yeah, like, just do you. I'm never, like, I'm not about policing anybody about anything except treating Black women with respect. Like, you know, like, I'm always rooting for us Black folks. Um, You know, I'm trying to be as nice as possible because I really don't know the full story. But, like, can we just be a little bit more considerate of everybody's position? Right. You know, even if you're in a restaurant and we're twerking, I'm going to get my twerk on. I'm not going to lie. However, the level of twerk is based on the establishment and the type of, like, I've been to brunches <laughs> in nice places, yeah. and then people get up and dance and nobody gives a shit. Right. Versus there, like, how do you know mm-hmm. what's appropriate or not? Mm-hmm. And it's Dallas. Like, how do you not, how do you know? And it looks black as fuck in there. It's black as fuck. So, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Whatever. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think like if, if, if it were my, you know, restaurant. I or, don't know that I would give a shit. It, it, right. And and that's the thing is it's like, yeah, I mean, and I, and I may, you know, let them know like, hey, this may, this just isn't the vibe that we want here. Like I, I, I would have a waiter or I would go over and do it and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go out and make like this grand announcement like I'm the, I'm the owner and y'all can't do this shit here. And yeah. All so and, and I think that's what rubbed a lot of folks the wrong way about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, whatever. 
It's fine. Uh, speaking of rubbing folks the wrong way, um, <laughs> I forgot to mention this. I did a podcast, um, let's see, two weeks ago, and it came out, like, I think the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And the question was, you know, how do you have conversations, especially like after this election surrounding uh, like Trump and oh, it's called um, Say Your Pete, the Say Your Peace show with my really uh, good friend from uh, she's we used to work at Twilio together. Her name is Christiane and um, her and her co-host. We were talking about that. And I thought that'd be a really great conversation because I think it also ties into kind of conversations like this. Mm-hmm. Where how do we have, how do we have or not have conversations like this with family? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even over the holidays, Zooms or in person, whatever, a lot of, they were even giving examples of how like family members, their Pacific Island folks in, in, um, and their people, a lot of their friends are, are family. I voted for Trump. There's no way that mm-hmm. Biden won. And just really like super Trump people, like, I just voted for Trump because I don't want to get taxed. And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't make enough money. Like, shut up. Right. Like, it's just <laughs> like, it's not about yeah. you. Right. And, um, and so I think it's, I think that's a good place. I also, I just wanted to talk that through because for me, so I happen to be the matriarch, one of the matriarchs in my family. So it's me and my sister, um, Velma. And anything happens, everybody calls us. We plan stuff. We make sure stuff is together. Um, we're the reason why there's, or I like, we put a cap on the holidays. So <laughs> like one holiday, one big holiday a year, mm-hmm. and then any other small stuff folks do, but like, no. So having conversations with family can be really difficult. Um, especially when people are, um, either racist or, um, you know, trying to assimilate to whiteness or refuse to see the other side to, or refuse to understand the funding of police, all the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, my advice is different. And I just want to see like what your thoughts were with having those conversations on that spectrum, right? You could pick any topic that we always talk about. And I feel like it would come up at a family gathering. Yeah, sorry, you're, you're asking how I would navigate those conversations? Yeah, or how people can navigate those difficult conversations or not navigate those difficult conversations with family during the holidays specifically. Um, I mean, I, I think that's up to the individual. And if they, first, do you want to have this conversation? <laughs> right, so like, there's sometimes you just like somebody is somebody in your family that, you know, gonna be saying some bullshit, gonna be saying some mm-hmm. conspiracy theories, and you just don't want to get get into it. Um, set those boundaries, um, <laughs> either if it's physically leaving a space or verbally saying, "Hey, you know what? I don't, I don't really feel like talking about this right now. Let's just mm-hmm. talk. Let's just watch this football game, or let's just listen to music, or, or." you know, whatever else to kind of pivot that conversation. Um, and again, you know, people may try to bring it up and it, it, it may be brought up multiple times and you can set that boundary multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if you do, you know, want to spend this energy on trying to you know, debate or just have these conversations, um, <laughs> I'm just going to say you cannot debate with someone who one is uninformed and 
who too uh, um, negates reason and logic. Mm-hmm. And so like, if someone is uninformed, so if you're saying a certain percentage of this or whatever happened and you have the facts and they're just like, well, I heard this. I said, well, where did you hear it? I just know mm-hmm. what? So those people I don't spend, I don't spend time with because like, you're just, you're just uh, regurgitating hearsay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other folks are the people that are like, that just have that cult mindset of like everything Trump does is right. If he loses, it's because we cheated. If he won, it's because he's the greatest. Like if you are brainwashed in that way, no, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not spending energy on you because it right. literally doesn't matter what I bring to you. He can it's do no wrong right. and you are always right. And your side is always right. So if, and, and if you're more concerned with being right than to fixing actual problems, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> we have nothing to talk about because we're on two yeah. different wavelengths. I'm not changing your mind. Uh, I mean, and if, again, if you, in, you individually want to do that and want to handle that labor, do it. We need more of it. I'm just tired of that shit. I don't have anything. Yeah, I for me, my and my advice is to really set that boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also I come to the conclusion, not even the conclusion but settled in my spirit about having conversations with folks that are not educated on mm-hmm. the topic that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I literally go into spaces like that where it's either I'm there to learn something or I'm I'm either being educated or I'm educating. Yeah. And if none of those are happening, we don't need to talk. And it's not about me being better than. Right. I can't have an illogical conversation about a logical thing Mm -hmm. with you because we're not talking about, first of all, we're talking about human lives. That's the gravity of it. And so when you hear, oftentimes you'll hear those arguments and they're singular. They're they're talking about their experience and they don't like democracy in its true sense is about everyone, Mm -hmm. whether you're a Republican or Democratic it's about everyone. It's the greater good. Um, and when we are talking about politics and policy, I just don't engage in those conversations. Yeah. You know, or I'll just walk away or I'll let people know like, Hey, I do this all week. I don't really want to do this while we're here chilling family. Let's have a good time. You know, I mean, people come to me with all these crazy ass conspiracy theories about voter fraud. I mean, it's already happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, OK. Yeah. But what you want me to say about it? Mm-hmm. There's fraud all everywhere. Like, so that's the reason you don't vote. And like, especially around the election, like I just and I need to protect my peace. Absolutely. It's enough to do this work all the time. And it hurt. And it's more it's and I get the emotional I get the emotional, like, uh, what do they call it? It feels, you're emotional about it because it's people you care about. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned over the years is just because you're related, don't make them your family. Yep. They ain't your people. Yep. So go find community that is trying to learn and grow. I wouldn't even say like-minded people more than I would say people that are willing to uh, evaluate and consider all aspects of an argument. Yeah. 
you may not change everybody's mind. And when you're talking to people at a level of ignorance, they just want to call something stupid. They don't want to learn. They want to be right. I I don't I don't care about being right. What can we do to change and and do things better? And when we're not on that wavelength, I just don't really have much to talk about. Like now, even I'm interviewing for a new role. My contract is up at my company at the end of the year. And I'm asking those questions. You know, how did you handle this, you know, stay in place? And how was the transition for staff? What are things that you wish you would have done differently? Um, you know, how can I come in and help? What's your real plan? What's your plan for two, three, four, five years out, right? What's the budget? What am I looking at as far as growth? You know, who's, who would I be reporting to? Like all those things are important and I'm just not trying to work anywhere that it's not aligned. What are my values? Integrity is important to me. Community is important to me. Growth and learning is important to me. Those are a part of my core values. So I'm not, I'm not engaging. I'm not working nowhere. I'm not, Talk to nobody that's not in that vein. I'm sorry. Like it's, I, and I'm not sorry actually, because I don't have time. Mm-hmm. It's enough to unpack my own shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but if you're willing to learn, we can talk, we can get through some stuff. And this is not even like a poor people's argument. You'll hear this on every spectrum, any socioeconomic status you can think of, black, white. I mean, like we talked about in the election um, podcast, I won't go there again, but there was a lot of <laughs> men that voted for Trump that were not white. So oh, yeah. yep. we'll have to go back there. We don't have to travel back down memory lane there. <laughs> but I mean, it's very true. And and um, that internalizing whiteness or trying to, you know, gauging our worth in proximity of whiteness is always going to get us in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I think especially with people of color and black folks, when we are having those conversations, whether it's trauma or just straight up aversion and getting deep diving into conspiracy theories, which I have found to be extremely annoying and I hate it. Don't talk to me about conspiracy theories. Truth is stranger than fucking fiction. I mean, the truth is stranger than fiction and I don't need extra. Right. So I just, and I personally, and I'll go back to what I said. I have to protect my peace. Yep. That's it. I do this all day, every day. And honestly, like, and if I have to flex on somebody and this is just me, like, Hey, I know you think that, but I do this all day, every day. It's my actual job. So there's nothing you can tell me about this. Right. And I don't want to talk about it. For what? <laughs> Do you want your mind changed? Are you asking to be curious? Are you asking to just be a contrarian? Yeah. Which I have found, especially online, people rather be contrarians and just start shit. I've unfollowed folks on Facebook. Just antagonist for no reason. Mm-hmm. You just want to incite a reaction. And I don't really have time for that. So. Yeah. I would, you know, you know, ask yourself, listeners, what is going to be the outcome of this conversation, mm-hmm. of this interaction. What's the goal? What's the outcome? And is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be exhausted mm-hmm. after this conversation or am I going to learn something yep. after this conversation? going to be exhausted. Yeah. It's exhaustion. Maybe, uh, you know, think about it. <laughs> right. Gonna... And sometimes you may not even have the right words to say. So to avoid the just dumb shit that people just are obsessed with, it's sometimes best to just avoid it at all costs. And you might need to just change your circle. Yeah. As hard as that is, 
you know, especially people of color, we are just, we're socialized in our, in our almost said homogenous groups. I think that might be the work, right word, but I don't know. Um, in our subculture to stick together. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're trained at a young age, like family's everything and blood is thicker than water and all the other type of stuff. Unfortunately, we're all human beings. And within the human experience, everybody ain't everybody. Kim, just skin folk, every excuse, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Mm. And that's okay. You can still love your people and not engage in shit. Yep. And I'm blocking it and, and muting all kinds of folks on my timelines. I don't have family or not. You got to go. Yep. <laughs> so that's that on fucking that. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. Well, good luck to y'all on these holidays. Um, Ooh, yeah, I mean, it's right after shit's real out here. But uh, Christmas and Hanukkah and all the other things, December, Kwanzaa, and Kwanzaa. Yeah. yeah, New Year's is coming. My birthday is in uh, a month out. Hey, so probably at home. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <at> home. <laughs> um, I might go somewhere and like do like a like a. Like a little staycay just for a couple of days and yeah. like be in a wilderness somewhere or near a beach and you know, nothing fancy. Yeah. I keep yeah, seeing whatever. all these deals because you so I'm part of um it's called Next Vacay. I don't know if you heard of that. But nope, but I'm they, looking it up right now. It's, it's like twenty, twenty about twenty five dollars for the entire year. And they send you uh um flight deals. So I keep and I and and, and I emailed them and I don't know if, if this is just what they do or if it uh-huh. was because they were nice, but uh-huh. they send me uh, flights from Philly, from Jersey, and from New York. And so I'm signing up right now. I saw um, a flight today for from Philly to uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica, round trip <laughs> for three hundred dollars round trip. So, but the the thing is, is that it's I don't know if it, if they just catch these prices when it's like limited. So it's only that price for like 24, 48 hours. So you gotta, you gotta hop on it when you see it. But anyway, I've been seeing a lot of those and I'm just like, you know what? People have been traveling next year for my birthday. I'm going somewhere because this past year was terrible. The year before um, I was in Puerto Rico. So you know what? I'm going to make it like I'm going somewhere to somebody's Island. I'm going to be on somebody's beach. Uh, my birthday, August 2021. That's it. You better make that shit happen. Been in this damn apartment too long. <laughs> friend, friend. I fucking get it. <laughs> anyway. I fucking get it. Yeah. Um. So what else? What else are we talking about? So I, oh, <laughs> I just looked at what else we were going to talk about, but um, I just <laughs> wanted to before that. Um, okay. Actually, I'm not going to. So, okay. Tell me. Just do it anyway. Go. Right, we are on, we're only at 40 minutes. Go yeah. ahead. So we, um, not we, I um, was contacted on LinkedIn to potentially join a new company organization that is uh, working with professional athletes. Ooh, for mental health? For mental health, yes. So uh, that is exciting. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm talking to the executive director uh, tomorrow just to see, like, you know, what they're about um, and what capacity they would want me 
Um, and the organization was actually started by a retired uh, NFL player. So, um, yeah, more information on that later, though. But mm. you know, just throwing that out there, you know, speaking into existence that I'll be. Uh, yes. Don't forget, uh, yeah. Don't forget the little people. Don't forget the little people. Everybody says that. And I'm just like, y'all going to be turning up with me on the yacht. You, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I will be on my best ratchet behavior. Remember that lit ass scene where Issa Rae and just like all the homies were on a yacht, just like turning the fuck up and enjoying yes. that life. That. I yes. want that. <laughs> Champagne, yeah. weed, good music, twerking if you want to, chilling if you don't. Uh. It's like living your best, uh, like your best black ass life. Um, that is my goal. And for, mm-hmm. for all my people, my community to be to be there. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I love that for you. Oh, that's so amazing. Uh, I am. Oh, you got something too. What do I have? I have all kinds of shit going on, Marvin. Shit. You right. Which one? Tell me. Which one? <laughs> she said, which? Well, I, I, I'm sorry. You famous too? Uh, no, I'm not famous. <laughs> as if mine is famous at all. Um, <laughs> The navigating workplace culture. Um, (laughs) That's right. So navigating workplace. So I'm doing it for a community college here in the Bay Area. This is my second time speaking um, for not for them, speaking with them and being uh, a panelist. So it's myself and this other woman. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm always excited. I wish I did more speaking engagements. I really enjoy that aspect. I love talking to people. I'm so obsessed with the human experience. Yeah. And I'm particularly focused on it in the workplace because for some reason I found is we forget that we, we really cuckold people into boxes when they come to work for you or to, for an organization. And people are just so much more than the boxes you can take off from their your to-do list that you, you give them. I feel like there's just so much more in that space. And if you don't know this about me, so I am a DI specialist, employee engagement, recruiting type revamp, let's start this shit over and get it right mm-hmm. uh, person. And I do that now in my organization. I'm, I'm a managing consultant at this other organization called Mosaically. And we really focus on that, like the experience of staff and really bringing community. And I think it's just so important. Um, and I would love to talk more, do more speaking engagements surrounding the human experience at work, not just DEI. I think it's a part of it. I think DEI is at the center, but it's all the things, the mindfulness, the work-life balance, acknowledging that and not everybody has a safe space at home. Um, so their cameras may be off or they don't have a, you know, safe environment. So their cameras are off or, you know, people are struggling. Domestic violence is, is, is at an all time high. I mean, we're talking about all the things and these people still have to work every day. And so, mm-hmm. Um, uh, with this group, we'll be talking about folks trying to get into those spaces, especially tech, which people love to get into, but it's a culture shock for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be really talking about preparing yourself in that space. And I'm really excited to, to be doing that, especially at a, at a community college where folks really need some guidance. That is not some attention it's, paid to. It's flyer. It's today. Yeah, it's today. It's, today. <laughs> or it's Wednesday. Wednesday. Our podcast comes out on Thursday. So oh, yeah. Sorry. Wednesday. So <laughs> Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday, December 2nd. 
you know what I also love, and I and I and I I want you to take this the right way, and I hope I hope it comes okay. off the right way. Is okay. that the other well, woman? I will write you. The only <laughs> the other woman um, who uh, is, is a guest speaker. Um, he has like a PhD in microbiology yeah. and like all of this shit. And um, yours highlights all your experience. And so like, I, I love the fact that you don't, you know, need to have all of these degrees and shit, which basically just means more access and more privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it highlights your experience. And that experience is super fucking valuable. In my opinion, experience is just as valuable as the uh, as the degrees, and so I love like like you and folks like Rachel Cargo, who like you mm, know, I love Rachel Cargo. I yeah. follow her on Instagram. She was on the podcast, and she was talking about how um, she was doing this talk, and I think it was at UC Berkeley or some you know prestigious university, and the person introduced her as like getting her you know as a PhD candidate, and Rachel was just like, "Yeah, no, I'm not." <laughs> like I don't, have a, I don't have a master's, I don't have a PhD, and the like. People in the audience were just like, like pearls were clutched. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. and it's just like you don't need to have a degree to to prove that you are intelligent and that that you know your shit. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that's something that just like I loved about it. I'm just like, yeah, it's just like you don't like Thank you, you friends have a life fucking experience, which is. It can be more valuable than a piece of paper that shows that you learned some shit that was rooted in whiteness. Anyway, you know, I can yeah. go. I can go. No, with- I, I mean, I think that's a good place to park it because we're going to just end on our favorite piece from this week. Um, <laughs> and this is, you know what, Will, and that's great because that's our, that was our new segment anyway. I guess we did ask a therapist with the th- with the Thanksgiving thing and then we'll we'll end with um get off my line auntie uncle shit with the thing that we have on facebook because that shit's funny as fuck um (laughs) but i think you know it's been really hard for me over the years to acknowledge that it's okay to not have those paper accolades Mm -hmm. and i'm just a student period yeah i do not have a degree um for one reason or another. And I don't think that that matters. Not even that if I go back or not. Right. Uh, but I had this conversation with my friend Tahija. She's one of the directors at the 49ers organization here in California with kids and all. She's just an amazing person. And we were talking on one of my lives uh, a couple months ago. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about going or not. We were talking. And after one of my lives, she's like, you know, I want you to know that Andrea, you are great with or without the degrees. You bring so much to a room, to the people that you love and care about. And it's just something, it's it's you. It's not the degrees or lack thereof. And I really need you to internalize what I'm saying right now. If you never went to school a day in your life ever again, you're going to be way more successful either way mm-hmm. than you could ever imagine. And it's not that. And I think... There are, I I do believe school is important. I think education is important. The Mm -hmm. manner in which you get that education um, is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, 
I still struggle sometimes when I am sitting on panels or talking with other folks and I kind of like, oh, they're kind of smarter than me or whatever. And then we get in the room and it's like, they're speaking to an ex- to something that we all know. And then mm-hmm. I'm coming with this niche understanding or, and I'm constantly growing in my mind. Like I'm expanding more and more and more. And I am like, it's not a, what do they call it? It's a, it, what I have is valuable, mm-hmm. period. Yeah, That's it. It's not about all the other shit. What I have is valuable. And the reason why I talk my shit is because I can back it up. Yep. And I've gotten into the habit now of like, hey, like you want to have a conversation? Let's have one. Just know I I do this shit. Mm -hmm. And my mind is so engrossed. I mean, people like I am literally reading constantly. Like I read three books at a time, whether it's like I'll rotate through audible paper books and like visual um they call it ebooks like i'm constantly trying to learn and grow and and read think things and think about how people again human experience and i'm so passionate about it i'm just and i'm but i'm just now getting to the point where i'm super confident in yeah. that and like not feeling like you know i apologize jobs that are like we want you to have a masters and mm-hmm. blah 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 and it's like i don't and i'm still getting calls to be directors and managing directors and all this other type of stuff and build out programs. Like that's what I'm good at building out programs for people mm-hmm. um, and really taking a human lens in like that, those corporate or nonprofit spaces. But it took me a long time to get there. It really did. Cause it didn't feel good to, to see that. And I always thought I'd go to college. I could have probably gone to any college I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's not a lack of intelligence or smarts. I just took a break. I got pregnant and that was it. Like, you know, and I had to make do with what I had. Um, And I think it's kind of ridiculous to. To expect. I I think exactly what you said, that white, that closeness to white whiteness. And I've had so many conversations with folks with degrees that they've never been able to use because folks don't hire them. Mm -hmm. So it's not even an it's it's. Yes, go to school if you want. I'm not saying you don't need to. I think it's a great experience. I was just talking to my son about this. College is an experience. Oh, yeah. That's it. And I told him, he was just like, well, I want to go to this school and blah, 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 blah. And I broke down like what college was because he wants to be more in fashion, but also have like a business acumen. And mm-hmm. he wants to go to school over, um, overseas. And I was like, babe, we could do this on so many. You can go to a local college. You can study abroad. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, like you don't have to go to Oxford. You don't have to get into Oxford to go to the UK and go to school. Right. We can make sure the school you go to has study abroad programs you know, do all the things. He was like, it's going to take me 12 years. I was like, boo, it's going to take you four. <laughs> His mind was blown. He's like, well, I want two degrees. I'm like, baby, so let mommy explain something to you. And so he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then I had to put him up on HBCUs. He was like, what? That's a thing? I was like, yes. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, boo. Like, yeah. And he, I was like, I, mommy would love for you to go to one. That's my own, that's my own. I don't care where you go, but if I if you had to ask me, I would love for you to go to HBCU. I feel like I feel like Rodney would thrive at HBCU. Yeah. I think he would just be like he's exactly he he is exactly what I envision HBCU students as mm-hmm. without the elitist mindset. Like he's just so animated and just wants to be involved in all that. So I would love for that for him. But anyway, 
I was telling him, I was like, he was like, well, if I can't go, maybe I can go online. I'm like, no, go to college for the experience. Right. C's get degrees, boo. Yep. <laughs> go to college, have a good time, get your degree, get out of that bitch and go do something with your life. Yep. Like your first two years, I'm like, even go to a CC for two years. See what's up. I wish I did that. Would have yeah. saved so much money if I went to a community college. Mm-hmm. A lot of these states mm-hmm. are now having these these things where if you if you do go to a community college for a year or two, you funnel right into it. Funnel right on in. Yeah. And Davis and you're Davis is so like that. Money. Hell yeah, Davis is like that. Uh, UCLA is like that. These are prestigious schools. Yeah. Uh, Berkeley has one, a, a connection with Laney College. Um, Riverside has one with most of community colleges. Um, and California is just like really being progressive. Um, San Francisco right now, you can go to CCs for free. Yeah. You don't have to pay anything as long as you finish your semesters. Um, and they'll funnel you right into whatever, into the schools. Some schools have different partnerships, but most of the CCs here in California are connected to the big UCs um, and they're hard to get into. So. Yeah. They have similar programs. Here. They're, they're not as uh, good as the ones in California, but they have similar programs in Pennsylvania. Um, the community, co- community College of Philadelphia. Um, and I know they have some programs to connect to Temple, to UPenn, to um, um, uh, not Northwestern, North, oh my God, what was it called? Villanova, sorry. Um, Villanova, like other universities. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to, or don't, shit. Or don't, or just try it out. Like, I mean, listen, some it's more than one way to skin a cat. That's just really it. Yeah. It's more than one way to skin a cat. You don't have to do all these things. I'm Thank you, friend, for saying that. Those very kind things to me. I always need that encouragement. So don't ever feel like you can't give me those. Oh, those, sorry. Just the those last, kind words. The last point on sure. that is because you mentioned the research. Like, you're constantly doing research. You're constantly learning. I think that's the yeah. difference. Because after mm-hmm. people get that degree, they're like, oh, done. And, and, and the, the, the drive to like learn more, to do more is significantly lessened because now I, I, I have this piece of paper. So, you know, like I'm, I, I've arrived, you know, there's no more right. to do for a lot, not for all people, but for a lot of people, they're just like, got it. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. And I think that's the difference is that you are actively learning and um, striving to like learn more and do better. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't. Thanks. Thanks, friend. I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to what's next for me. Really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk All about right. The- <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any sense, friend. <laughs> Not a lick of sense, friend. I have to pull him up. But that's where we're friends because I have less of sense. (laughs) I got to pull it up again because I want to laugh. Oh, I'm going to it right now. So in case you have uh, or you're one of our first time listeners, we have segments. We don't always call the segments out because whatever. But this is my favorite segment. segment. I brought I made this up (laughs) our last point and it's uh, the auntie segment or get off my lawn. Just depends on what we're talking about. This one is just like (laughs) super fucking silly. (laughs) Gotta find it. I don't even so so there (laughs) so there is um I, I first saw it on Facebook. I think it may only be on Facebook, but 
yes. it's I'm seeing it's called best out of waste. Best out of waste. I'm not sure if there's yes. people who created it or what, but the title is 26 <laughs> safe baby handling tips that will have me laughing out loud. And there are images, you know, they're like black and white images, like not super detailed. And it shows like what you should what you should do with a baby. And then as opposed to on the right, what you should not do with, with the baby. And so um, there are 20 something of them and they are just fucking fantastic. Like I'm looking at, the, it says drying baby. And it says, yes, and it has the baby. It looks like you're just drying it off by the, the you know, the caregiver. The towel. And it says no with, uh, it looks like the father or a male um, checking his watch, seeing, um, I'm sorry, he's standing next to a, a like a, like a dryer, like a washer, like a dryer part. So I think the assumption is that the baby is actually inside <laughs> and he's checking his watch to make sure that he has not left the baby in for too long. So, you know, it's, um, Oh, wait, I have a few favorites. <laughs> there, are, there are a couple of them. Um, I'm, you know what? And I, you know what I'm gonna do too? Because I have time. I'm gonna post these on Instagram too. Yeah, please. Just like our just like the best one. Just I think this is gonna be the artwork for this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the artwork. For, I don't care. I'm gonna choose one. Okay. So my favorites are. Okay. So hold on. Let me find it. There's actually I have like three ultimate favorites, but one of the ones that's hella funny to me is bonding with a baby. And it shows a mom holding a baby really close to her and like nurturing her. And then the no is they're both sitting at like a like a, a dinner table or a coffee table. And the mom has coffee in her hand and there's coffee in front of the baby. <laughs> You can't even see the baby's body. See the, the, table. the baby is not in a booster seat or nothing. Like you just see the top of the baby's eyes. It is. And this woman just has got her head back. Like, girl, let me tell she you, she is cracking. Oh, oh god! Wait, and then there's this other one, right? <laughs> I got two more for y'all. Okay, so this one is calming a baby. And the mom is holding the baby and like patting the baby's back. Mm -hmm. The other one says bad. The baby's sitting on the floor with like a small cup and a bottle of alcohol next to it. <laughs> and then there's another one. It's like a uh, containing baby. One is baby is like in a playpen. The other one is like, and you know how you crate train dogs and shit. It's literally sitting in there with the mom tapping the top of the cage. That shit sent me. So, I'm looking, on a journey. I'm looking at that one right now. There is one of those war you know how like gerbils have like the <laughs> there was one of those. <laughs> I didn't see it. In a feeding tray. What is happening? Oh my god. Oh shit. Um my other what was my other one? I have Yeah, Ooh. so and I oh have, my god! Like, even gone all the way through these, damn. But the, I oh, have that shit is so funny. So my my two are. Uh, did you did you mention bundling baby already? No, I haven't. So no, bundling I haven't. baby, like the baby. I think it's called swaddled when they're you know their arms are yeah. all in the thing, and that's the good bundling. And the bad is just like it, what looks like a plastic grocery bag. Um, <laughs> The baby was just thrown in a, a foot coming <laughs> out of the top of the bag. Just one single foot 
Um, I think this baby is just like was just strewn in this plastic fucking oh. Safeway public oh. bag. and I don't know if there's neck support here. It's it's just I mean, and that's why it, it is in the bag column. So, Ooh, shit. Um, and then my other one, the oh. first ones that I saw was um, I think it was just exercising, exercising baby. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> So the yes, you know, some you know looks like caregiver is just you know looks like stre- lightly stretching the baby's feet. Oh my um, God. Looks very safe, very playful. There's smiles happening. Um, <laughs> the no is um, this baby has uh, you know like is is bench pressing. Um, it's bench- <laughs> at least forty pounds. <laughs> there are two plates on on either side. Of the bar, um, and caregiver, male caregiver is cheering baby on as if it is, is coaching this baby to push this weight as if it is a grown man. Um, oh, oh my god! <laughs> there are tears. Oh, in right now. Uh, this shit is great. Shit I is am great. down. This I shit. am down. Yeah. Oh god! If you have not seen this, um, oh shit! This may be the first time I'm gonna gonna say this. Is maybe be the first time I say you know look look me up on Facebook because I feel like this. Um, I'm gonna put it on our our podcast highlights so we can just put them all up there and leave it. That shit is so funny, y'all. It is the funniest because it's like, of course, but then it's also like, well, like. Listen, I guarantee this is America. I guarantee you. Oh, especially like the cage thing and the um and like the uh, massaging a baby and like even just like I mean people do crazy I mean, shit. I've seen the playing with baby one happen. I may or may not have okay. I may or may not have Word. done playing with baby. <laughs> Maybe I've thrown the baby up a little bit higher than a baby should. <laughs> I mean, did they die? No. So you know. no, they did right. Or washing the baby. There's one where the mom's hosing the baby down <laughs> instead of like regularly washing it. Like that shit is so funny to me. Like what? But like sometimes, like my nephew, came, my god baby came to my house and pooped in the tub one time, uh-huh. and so I was literally hosing him down in the like, but like with the shower head, like. Don't touch anything. Hands up. Don't move. I'm just like spraying his ass down. Like, so it's it's just funny. I, we're gonna put this up. This it's is too funny. Like legitimate garden hose, though. Like, <laughs> right. yeah, no, no, no. She had a garden hose. Okay, that shit is funny as fuck. Oh goodness. Well, that was my caption for this. I was like, whoever created this, you win. Like you, you win. won. I need to see what else is up in that group. That's what I need to right. see because if it is more funny shit like this, I need all of it. Keep me posted with it. Yeah, everything. Keep, right? Keep me up to date. It doesn't look like it. It's all wholesome and shit. Anyway, right. well, that's this week's episode, folks. Yep, yeah, for uh, us here at the Melanated... I mean, oh, shit. I'm sorry. Ooh, okay. Oh, <clears throat> Bad as me calling it. What was I calling? Low-key us- surviving? For us here, um, as melanated human beings of awesome, 
What a great cleanup. Thank great you. Cleanup. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Loki Striving on Instagram. Um, if you want to send us tea, have questions for us, have potential topics for us, um, I believe it's lowkeystriving at gmail.com, correct? It is indeed. Excellent. If you want to follow me, um, you can follow me at mtoliver underscore lcsw on Instagram. Um, you can also follow the collective at Melanated Social Work on Instagram. And you will have a website very soon, melanatedsocialwork.com uh, for all of your Ooh. melanated social work needs. <laughs> mm-hmm. What can I find? Love it. Uh, so I'm Drea Miss Lady on all of the things. So that's D-R-E-A, M is in Mary, I double S is in Sam, L-A-D-Y. You can find me on all the things wherever you social media. Um, <clears throat> what else? Oh, yeah. Same email address. Holler at a real one. That's all I got. Yeah. All right, then, y'all. Uh, <laughs> be safe. Uh, wear your mask. Be safe out there, man. And be caught. Con- y'all, I know we want to see each other, but let's just take the precautions. Keep those groups small. Um, you know, and get creative on, on congregating. Just don't congregate with more than like five people. Yeah. Or stay in your bubble literally potentially risking someone's life. So Yep. And anyone that they're close to. So, you know, whether you believe that you have it or not, just act like you do so that we can start saving some more lives because this can get real bad or it can start to we don't have a vaccine. So we're still working on how to do that. And until then, keep it classy. <laughs> keep it classy. Keeping it classy. Black classy. <laughs> I'm gonna go blassy. I like blassy. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, stop recording.